dinner and a show. Usually you take a date for a dinner and a show, but in this episode it's split up. There's a dinner, and there's a show. Oh man, I remember my parents used to call going to a show, going to the movie theater, but we never did that. We always called that going to the movies. Going to a show was to see a band play. I feel like this one's falling into that older category. Here we are, episode 18 of Back to Degrassi. We watch season 2, episode 4, Dinner and a Show. This episode was really good. Had a couple girls on. I had Aisha and Cassandra. Cassandra was her first episode ever watching Degrassi, and Aisha knew it very well. We had a really good time. This episode, here's a description. Shane's parents are upset and embarrassed that he is the father of Spike's baby. Nevertheless, they invite Spike and her mother to dinner so everyone can meet and talk. Meanwhile, Melanie is caught in a lie by Yick. <laughs> Definitely feel like more time in this episode was spent on that B storyline. One sentence in the synopsis, but that's pretty much the whole episode. <laughs> As always, you can follow me, Tim McDonald, on Twitter at TimFMMcDonald. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Back to Degrassi. I got the podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Libsyn, on YouTube. Uh, it's all pretty straightforward. YouTube is under my name. It's YouTube.com slash TimFMMcDonald. And if you're uh, listening on iTunes and you've listened to a few episodes, hey, go ahead, rate and review. We always like to see that. Five is the number of stars that you should give. As always, the podcast is sponsored by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download and 30-day trial with audible.com. Go to audibletrial.com slash back to Degrassi. You can support the podcast, get a free audiobook. Costs you nothing. Just a... Just clicks away from a great audiobook. Check that out. Uh, for me, I got some I got some stand-up dates coming up on January 22nd. I'm at the station in Brantford. On Saturday, January 24th, I'm at the Red Rocket in Toronto. That's on the Danforth. That's at 8 o'clock. In Toronto, January 24th. That's a good show. And then on February 5th, 6th, and 7th, I'm going to be at Absolute Comedy in Kingston. going to be doing some guest spots there. So you can come check out any of those shows if you're in those areas. All right, let's do it. Let's go back to Degrassi. This is Back to Degrassi, episode 18. We watched a pretty hilarious episode. <laughs> it's a good one because I had one guest on who is quite familiar with Degrassi and another that this was her first time watching Degrassi. My two guests, they're both hilarious comedians. They run a show in Toronto together called Hard Day Comedy. We have Aisha Brown 
and Cassandra Sinsosti here. Hi, Hi, Tim. Hey, how's it going? Hey, guys. Thank you a lot for coming in. Thank you for inviting us. Yeah, this is a blast. Now, Aisha, I always ask the guests about their Degrassi background. What? When were you watching Degrassi? What's your history with the show? So I am probably around the same age as the Degrassi kids. I don't even know. But I, I was watching it in the like in the late 80s, early 90s. Mm-hmm. I even um, I used to visit my aunt in New York in, in the States. And we used to watch Degrassi there, which was so weird to me. I'm like, you guys have real good television. <laughs> Why are you watching? Why do you have this available? But they like they loved it. They were like, oh, Canadians are weird. This is weird. So I loved it a lot. So uh, yeah, I I love the theme song. Was that in the '90s? That they, when were they watching it? I know that it was in syndication when I would watch it there because my uh-huh. aunt had one of those old televisions that had like 13 channels. So there was a dial and it was on channel 13, the PBS. Yeah. <laughs> nice. so it was, yeah, I think it would have been early 90s that it was on there. Yeah, because I remember when, you know, Kevin Smith, uh, he talked about watching the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he would have been in New Jersey. It probably was the same thing that it was on yeah. PBS and he was seeing it. At the, so you watched it? contemporarily with kevin smith there you go (laughs) very close (laughs) now cassandra you on the other hand have never watched an episode of degrassi no this is my first one what did you know about degrassi beforehand uh i actually didn't know that there were two degrassis like the uh the next generation one which is the one i guess with like drake's in that one Uh uh-huh and uh, this old school uh, looking Degrassi. Sorry, I don't mean to. I don't. I'm gonna be no, very careful I'm not to offend anybody. Sandra. No, you be 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 honest about what you think of it for sure. Um, I'm trying to like. I don't know if I should look at it from my perspective, never having never watched it, and now, or if give I should me, picture myself be- as that age trying to watch it after Ooh. school kind of thing. You know what I mean? That is a tough. One. Okay, well, let's keep it this way. Before you would watch the show, mm-hmm. you just knew nothing about it. Absolutely nothing. I had no idea what it was. I knew it was about a high school or something, uh-huh. something like that. Kids in high school. That's what I, I gathered. So, as being a 23 year old, what do you think of it? Uh, oh, it's garbage. Like I just, well, I, I don't. Maybe it's maybe because no. I suppose it's outdated yes. for for me, and because I haven't grown up with it, so it's kind of just for just, me. I'm just I'm not into it. I can't yeah. really like. Like it was interesting, but I mean, if if I were watching this before I had to go out somewhere, mm-hmm. I wouldn't call my friend and be like, "Hey, I'm gonna be like ten minutes late and try and finish the episode." I'd be like, oh, "Fuck <laughs> this! I'm out of here. I'm I'm not gonna finish this." Now, what about thinking if you were a thirteen year old watching it? I feel like I'd probably, I'd, I'd get it more then because mm-hmm. when I was 13, yeah, that was like, you worried about those things like uh, ditching one friend, for example, like in this episode to go to the movies with another friend and just like that, um, that whole, like you want to be a nice person, but you also don't want to be hated and you want to be liked by everybody. That whole, I think everybody gets that. Even I kind of feel that way now. Let me ask When you- do you stop feeling that way? You know, <laughs> if uh, this is very interesting to me, <laughs> your, your opinions on it. How would you describe Degrassi just watching one episode? Oh my god! In uh, like a sentence? Sure. Okay. You could be more, but it could be that a sentence too. Um, yeah. a show about preteens <laughs> dealing with popularity, sexuality, um, looking at the poor Canadian education system, oh. that kind of, and then I, I guess I don't know, I'll just taper off there at the end. Yeah. Just like a show about that kind of stuff. I think you nailed it because I think yeah. it's the Canadian experience. Absolutely. I don't know if it's about the poor <laughs> school system, well, like, but it, like I don't know because like when that kid was doodling in class, when the teacher was like reading an excerpt from like a uh-huh. book, I'm like that was me. That was me in grade six, seven, eight. Uh, and even when like at the there's a part where they were in the hallway, those two girls, Melanie and uh, and Kathleen. Uh-huh. 
when they're like, oh, I thought we were going to go study. And like, I know, like, I don't remember studying or doing homework from grade two to about grade eight. <laughs> yeah, I feel the yeah. same way, actually. I don't know. I did nothing. And I I'm pretty nothing. sure I didn't. I'm pretty sure I did not do homework ever. You know what they nailed on Degrassi? What's that? The shitty fashion. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, Jesus. So exact. I like, think, I yeah. think yeah. Like, they were definitely, like, using... I've talked a bit uh, to one of the cast members, Nicole Staub, and she was saying they were kind of using, like, what the kids were actually, like, like wearing, wearing yeah. and, like, their yeah. personalities and just exaggerating them for the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think we should get into this episode. It's okay. called Dinner and a Show, and it <laughs> nice. originally aired January 25th. 1988. Wow. So just about 27 years ago. Which oh, is... Before I was born. Right? <laughs> <laughs> younger than the Degrassi kids score. Oh, yeah? Okay, yeah, because the, yeah. these were airing, 1987 yeah. the show started, but that's when they would have been 13, 14. This is season two, episode four okay. right now. So every Degrassi episode starts with a cold open. This one no different. <laughs> okay. Starts with a cold open with a minister on the phone who we know as Shane's dad. And he's <laughs> pretty much shitting all over Shane a little bit. Yeah. Like yeah. He's, he's talking to Shane's uh, Shane's brother saying, oh, everything's going good. He's like talking about uh, how, sh- how upset they are about Shane. And his mother's so heartbroken, she's not even playing bridge anymore. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So it's getting real. Yeah, <laughs> it's really real. And I love that, like, the dad, like, Shane comes home in the middle of his dad speaking about him, and the dad doesn't flinch. Oh, he must have heard the door open. Like, he was, like, 10 feet away from the door, but he doesn't turn around. He just keeps shitting on Shane, and Shane's <laughs> pressing his face up against the, the glass window pane of the door, like, come on, dad, I'm right here. Like, he looks so upset. It is. He's so sad. Like, they're, like, look the saddest you can possibly look right now. <laughs> yeah. That was the direction. And the whole episode, he looked really sad. It was like every scene, everybody was, was shitting on about him. him. Well, because the whole, a bit. what this episode, I think, is is primarily about is a male's perspective of pregnancy like there's a lot of people kind of saying like oh you uh you don't really have to go through anything so it's kind of showing i mean right the struggle which i mean i'm not trying to say that it's (laughs) more so than a woman's struggle but i guess they're saying that he is going through something especially with the time here we kind of talked before or during the episode about the place like well when were what was abortions were legal at this point but like not accepted like we did just very hush hush among every group out there like nobody really yeah not the same way and it's still like they do get in there is some abortion episodes of degrassi but they're still a little ways away like right now they just started is it the twins yeah yeah one of the twins i believe uh Erica is the the more wild twin. I believe she so at the beginning one. of high school. Yeah. Ours was Jessica Foster at our school. Oh, you had twins too. We at had your twins school? at our school, and there was like a wild one and a, a more quiet one. <laughs> Jessica was like fucking insane. We didn't have any girl twins in my grade. I think there was a few guy twins. Huh. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't get that experience. Yeah, and the guy <laughs> twins calling out the guy twins girl. were both evil. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> they were my second cousins. <laughs> <laughs> and this is so rare they they were twins and their older sisters were both twins oh that's wow. the worst and both um <laughs> what's the, the maternal worst, but, uh like they were they looked ident- they were identical, identical? twins okay. so that's 
maternal twins, I believe, right? I, I know or that fraternal? Fr- fraternal is that they don't look alike. Okay. I just always thought identical was just identical. Oh, maybe it is. And I, I just know. put maternal on there for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm with the maternity war. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they were, so having two sets of identicals is like so rare, apparently. Yeah, yeah, for, for sure. sure. I would think. Man. It's the Kurgan twins. <laughs> also, I noticed when his, his dad was saying, what a mess that Shane's gotten himself into. I actually thought he said, what an ass he's been the first time I watched it. Oh, that would have been better. Yeah, it was like progressive that they're saying that. Uh, (laughs) The big thing too, that the dad, he wants to send Shane to private school, Mm -hmm. to Strathcona, which probably exists. That's probably a real place. Yeah, yeah, like that sounds real. It even sounds like it's in Toronto. I don't know. I believe it. I I went to private school Uh in in Toronto and uh, it did feel like a punishment, but I mean, (laughs) it wasn't, I I don't know what like what the big dilemma was like why it was such a, a stress on Shane like is is private school boarding school in here like I don't I think there is a it seems to be implied that it's okay. boarding school because he's not going to see his friends anymore he's going to be in a different place so I think that's the idea behind it that he would have to leave okay. basically being shipped off like mm-hmm. and, and shunned from like the rest of society or that society that he was part of yeah because like I think the same way as Asia like private school is just like a school people are paying for. You're right. not necessarily, you we're might live uniform. there. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> the worst. I went to Catholic school and we had the uniforms as well. Yeah. It's kind of a little bit liberating to wear a uniform. I feel the same way, actually. Yeah. It's liberating to wear a uniform? Yeah, strangely. Yeah. Like it, you don't have to worry about fashion. Like that's you can true. Express yourself in like different ways. Exactly. People still did it with uniforms in my school, though. They was always they would always alter it or modify it in whatever way they could. Because I also went to Catholic mm-hmm. high school, and before when I entered grade nine, they had just gotten rid of skirts, like the kilts. Oh. But I mean, I just entered grade nine, so that means grade 10, 11, 12 all had kilts from the years prior. Oh. So they would always go and shorten them before you know school would start, just like by like the tiniest uh-huh. amount and stuff like that. And they would just I don't know wear different types of pants, and they upgraded the uniforms. And then you couldn't wear certain sweaters after a while, but those were the cool sweaters. Like it was just it was no a matter. Shane was dressing. Yeah, it's hard. I, I think I added a wallet chain to my uh, <laughs> yeah my uniform. Could it be visible? Like, where was your school that strict? Like, hey, put that chain back in your pocket, young man. It was always weird. Like there was there was rules on shoes too. Like you had to wear dress shoes, mm-hmm. but. Yeah. People would just like, but you could wear, Black but then, in, but then I would just wear them to class and then I just switch shoes like in between and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then there, you went to all that trouble, I guess. I don't know. I was going to my law. I did. <laughs> I remember doing that. But then a lot of times I would just be like, no, I'm not going to, I would just wear my other shoes. Right, right, right. Same. So just kind of like a weird, so then some teachers would care. Other teachers wouldn't. So some teachers would be like, take that wallet chain off or whatever. <laughs> <A laughs> rebel. Yeah. <laughs> 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 then others just like, do I really care about this? What's the point? And then, yeah. So Shane, like you said too, he totally overhears this whole conversation and especially like his dad just being like, he's going. There's like just a close up on Shane looking <laughs> extremely sad. <laughs> his face is like heartbroken little face is like the funniest thing I think I've seen. Like it <laughs> looked like someone shot his dog. He's, and then the intro music comes out of that. It's just like that drum beat kicks in <laughs> and the intro song starts. And you know, for a lot of guests, it's like, uh, it really resonates with this. Aisha, you seem to I sing along, knew every word. I love that theme song. Like, I shouldn't sing in public, but um, yeah, the theme song, the theme song's big. Uh, Cassie, I feel like you don't love the theme song. I don't even know. I don't think it has a melody or a jingle. It doesn't, what? It's not catchy to me. To me, it's not catchy. It sounds... Wake up in the morning, feeling 
Caitlyn Chad. Yeah, I can. I can't get... go to school. <laughs> There's a whole dance. <laughs> you have a dance for it too. Like it's just shaking my shoulders. It's not shimmying. Elaborate. A lot of shimmying. It was probably amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no. I wish you would have given it to us. Uh, <laughs> actually, you did for the podcast listeners. It happened. Uh, when it comes out of the intro, that's when it, it's it's just the front of the school, and you can see that amazing. Uh, text that graphic that they had on mm-hmm. there that said dinner and a show mm-hmm. oh yeah like that's so 80s like have you seen cassandra it must have seemed like so old to i think you. that's even just like that alone just like the text the font just i can't really get with the font so if i can't get on board with that kind of stuff like the uh the artistic look <laughs> of things i'm just like nope i'm checking out of this early well it just shows how like or how old it is yeah. how old it is yeah. i think specifically so when it comes into the front of the school it shows Arthur and Yick, and they're just kind of like staring at Melanie and Kathleen. Cassandra, you really resonated with uh, Yick. You I, thought he was adorable. I was in love. I'm in love with Yick. Oh my God, he's so cute. <laughs> Are you kidding? Like, he's adorable. She liked him so much for the listeners that after the episode, we went and Googled yep. <laughs> Yick to see what he looked like today. Yeah. Very handsome, just as, I, just as I suspected, you know? I was doubtful. Because not a lot of the Degrassi kids held up. No, but, uh, you know Cassie what? Cassie was right. I looked at him. I looked at his little face and I saw him smile and I was like, God damn. Like, I bet you when he got older, he was a fox. And like, I just, I don't know. It was something about those glasses, which are now also back in style. So like, I can see mm. past that stuff. I can yeah. see past some of the, the old stuff. <laughs> and saved them for drink. And I was like, for, for sure, he's going to be like the most <laughs> successful or like the, the good looking one out of this bunch. And he was. I think he's, I think he's quite handsome. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. And yeah. did you say he saved his glasses for Drake? Is that what you I said? Did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Drake recycled a lot of that shit, like that he's using now in his music videos. <laughs> Props. Oh, <that's> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's got that stock. He's letting his Degrassi freak flag fly. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and so Arthur's trying to push Yick to ask Melanie out on a date again. They went for a very adorable skate date that was in what was that one? Episode episode eleven, I think, when Spike was dealing with her pregnancy and like that very serious issue. Their like very cute date was like kind of like balanced off of that. Where like oh, that's they're, hilarious. There's two very serious things happening back and forth, and you know Yick's nervous to do. It. He's like, "Well, you asked her out before," and he's like, "This is different. <laughs> the stakes are higher now." <laughs> I guess because they're going to like a movie date. That is more of a real date than just meeting to skate. Uh, mm-hmm. What was what was your first date like, Aisha? Oh boy! Do you remember being asked out for a first like first date? First date? Uh yeah. It was whack. Like it was like because we no one had any money, right? So yes. it was like a it. Oh, we met in a park because uh, <laughs> we met at the park, and it was we just sat there and. Uh, at some point, he's like, so do you want to hold hands? He asked me if I wanted to hold hands, oh. and I opted out. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't want to no, hold hands. I do not want to I hold I don't want to hold, because it was weird. It was like, if he hadn't have asked me, it would have gone down. Uh, I don't even remember his name. I, I like we met on the bus he was wearing a uniform from another school I didn't recognize and like it seemed like a good idea and then in the park I just got nervous I'm like oh this is too much pressure like I, I never saw that guy again wow well that's a good one that's a good situation at least you don't have to see him at school you know yeah eighth, yeah. eighth grade first yeah. period it was day. weird I, you know what I think the whole reason I went out with him was like I was like I need to cross this hurdle mm, yeah You're like okay I'll do it 
I think I feel the same. What about what about for you, Cassandra? What was being asked out in grade seven, eight like for you? Uh, I was never asked out in grade seven, eight because mm-hmm. I was pretty gross. Oh, oh I don't believe was, that. Uh, no, no, it's uh, it was a thing. I had like uh, I guess like a little bit of the ugly duckling thing happening, ugly duckling syndrome or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, I didn't care because I was like the funny kid. I was like the one that I traveled from group to group, just entertaining people. And uh, yeah, so I never really got asked out till grade late grade nine maybe like early grade 10 or something like yeah that. which is still something pretty normal there. i think too yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i wasn't like a late bloomer or anything like that it's just like i i lost a lot of weight over that summer from grade eight to grade nine mm-hmm. and i just got more active and stuff and i guess my confidence kind of went up there a bit that's a good time to uh so like change yourself <laughs> yeah, absolutely so. oh my god yeah happened again from like grade in between grade 10 to grade 11 but uh everyone's like oh good for you like i just felt like Grade nine, I was like, I can be a new person. I look different. Nobody knows who I am. And then I went back in grade 11. I was like, ah, people know me. They're just like, ah, she lost 20 pounds. Good for her. Like, you know, (laughs) I like, I don't know. That is (laughs) good. I think because like I was in grade eight, maybe grade seven, but like grade seven and grade eight, I had like some quotation mark girlfriends. And, Mm. but that was really just me being like, hey, do you want to go out? And then like we were going out. But we would never actually go anywhere. We would just, yeah. Like, yeah. We would just like talk at recess or on I, the phone yeah, at night. Yeah, I think that's like in that case. Like I did have like a couple of crushes. I was I had a huge crush on one of my best friends named Nick, and we used to call each other like every night and stay on the phone. And this was like a house phone. Like my family, mm-hmm. yes. just heard me on the house phone for six hours almost every <laughs> oh night. God. Oh my god! And I don't even remember what the hell we talked about, but it was it was like those were the best conversations I had. Like they were best just, phone dates ever. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, because it's right. You didn't have any money. You just called each other and just chit chatted a bit. But um, it's good. It is funny. Like now when I talk to my girlfriend, it's like it's such a novelty on the phone. <laughs> like we're more likely to Skype or yeah, Facetime yeah. than we are to actually talk I'm on a little phone. bit annoyed when some people call me and I'm like are you gonna talk or what like what are we talking about here are we gonna meet up why are we just breathing on the phone I don't do I'm not the type to ever have done that I think when you called me telling me you were here that's mm-hmm. the first time I've answered my phone in at least five days <laughs> and I was outside too and I was like should I text I'm like you know what no I want to talk to Tim and then I just I was like I just did it I think that's amazing thanks so the the next scene is uh Arthur and Yick were just looking about 10 feet away and talking about uh, Melanie and Kathleen yeah, they, and... there's no way that Melanie and Kathleen didn't hear them <laughs> there's so much of that in Degrassi yeah. where the people are having conversations like six feet away from the people they're talking about <laughs> and they're just like playing Playing like they didn't hear it uh, and Kathleen see Kathleen she just is she's a pretty big bitch all the time like yeah. she's mm-hmm. always shitting on things and she sees Shane walking up to the school and like I mean she make I guess here she makes a good point because she's like you know it's so easy for the guy it is a lot easier for the guy and she's saying like look at him what a creep I bet he doesn't even feel guilty yeah mm-hmm I think that's a little too far, though. (laughs) Kathleen is a little much. Mm -hmm. Like, she dresses like a sister wife, and she's mean. Like, she's got a mean face. Like, she's just a mean little girl. She Mm -hmm. Didn't she say to him, hi, daddy? She did, as he walked into school. That's so over the top. Yeah. But weren't there kids like that? I'm sure there were kids like that. There definitely were. Yeah, so, like, you got to, like. I hated them. (laughs) You got to show all the different colors of people's personalities, right? Or else it's going to be a very dull one. You know, when not a very well-rounded show. And Melanie calls her on it, though, too. She's like, hey, you're not, that's not very nice. She says (laughs) something like that to her, which is funny because later in the episode, 
Kathleen is telling Melanie that her actions Roll are nice. Reversal, oh. yeah. And if yeah. Kathleen's saying that, you better check yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kathleen knows mean. For sure. And then when she sees the uh, the car pull up with Spike in it, she's like, oh, and here comes mommy. Yeah, Kathleen's saucy. <laughs> she is. But also keeping the plot moving. So it cuts to uh, Spike with her mom in the car. And as soon as Cassandra saw Spike's hair, you were like, nice hair. Oh my God, I can't even. That is something I cannot get on board with. I'm sorry. Like, I don't care what. How is that ever a fashion style? Like, why didn't anybody tell her to stop? <laughs> Especially after she got pregnant. Like, you're going to be a mom. You got to cut that shit out. Well, <laughs> I'm going to say that Spike's mom's pretty cool. She wants her daughter to be Too an individual. Cool. Yeah. Can we just talk about this <laughs> yeah. for a second, though? Kathy and I agree. We were raised by immigrants. Yeah. We, like, I, I, Spike's mom is the reason she's pregnant. There, yes, I said it. I, there. Oh, I'm going to say that. I'm going to agree. I'm going to jump yeah. on board with that and say absolutely. 100%. Shots fired. I mean, I'm going to, I'm not going to say you guys are wrong. I'm not going to say you guys are wrong. I think that's, uh, so I think that's pretty fair. Disturbing. When, when Spike goes, um, <laughs> My stomach feels weird. Like there's butterflies in there. Uh, you're too young to be pregnant. If you're describing your stomach like butterfly, like all oh. mysterious, like what's going on with my stomach? And her mom's like, that's because there's a baby in there. Like, yeah, like it sounds like she was like, it was like a video. This is like such a, much. yeah, yeah. I would agree with, I think you guys are making a great point about that. Uh, I think. Also, too, like she after she talks about like explaining about pregnancy because she's been in, pregnant very recently because <laughs> having her daughter, uh, she also kind of like gives her a little talk about like, did you eat breakfast? You've got to mm -hmm. take care of yourself. That's the thing I wrote down. Yeah, yes. because she's like, oh, um, did you eat properly? You're going to harm yourself and your baby if you don't eat kind of thing. And I'm just like, oh, my God, like my mom would backhand me if I just didn't. Well, one, eat breakfast and two, if I got. Yeah, for sure. If I got pregnant. Well, Spike's answer was mom. I can take care of myself. Yeah, here we uh, go. You're pregnant in 13. <laughs> you're pregnant in 13. So no, you can't take care of yourself. Well, I wonder, I mean, I guess it, in 1988 too, like health for pregnancy, we're already past like people smoking when they're pregnant and <laughs> drinking right. when they're pregnant. But I guess there still yeah. was like, I wonder if they were just getting this in here to remind people, I guess, like, were, like, was it trying to be a public service? Like, you need to take care of yourself if you're having a baby. Yeah, they were trying to do good. They were trying to do good. I just, I, I feel like if I'm Spike's mom, <laughs> like, because that's the thing. I guess I'm putting myself in Spike's shoes. And the minute I would tell my parents that I was pregnant, there'd be none of this nice chit chat about butterflies in my tummy. Yeah. And you better be eat right. It would, yeah. Silent moments, a lot of just dirty looks, a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of just, like, sighs. <laughs> like, like everything yeah. you ask for is a chore from then on. It's like, oh, fuck. Again, she wants something. Like, what else do you want? Remember the time you got pregnant? Like, <laughs> yeah. there would always be one thing that they referred back to. If, especially, yeah, in my family, for sure. That would be something that happened. Yeah, the, yeah. the pregnancy one. That uh, that one would be hard to live down, probably. You're going to be for reminded a while, about yeah. that. Yeah, like, eventually your parent, your family will get over it. And, I mean, she's, like, a, a kid. And it happens to, like, a lot of people. But Spike's mom's attitude, like, her laissez-faire parenting style it made me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not used to that. I don't understand that. <laughs> Are you smiling? I can agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> the next scene, it goes into the school. It's the hallway. And it's Yik just kind of like walking around uh, nervously. And then he like peers around the corner and sees Melanie and Kathleen coming. And then he just like goes to the water fountain, tries to look casual <laughs> like he's uh, just drinking water. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah, I think you call it right. He is the best character. Mm-hmm, on absolutely, this he's the most real too. He's just like, uh, oh my, no, not that the other ones aren't real, but he's just, uh, I don't know. I have like a little soft spot for him. When I saw him, I just, you know, when you see like a cute little animal and you're like, oh, I gotta hold you. That's what I felt like when I saw him on screen. I think you're right, and it's you know he does he does that exactly. He's just like he sees her come. He's like, oh hey Melanie, uh, would you like to go to a movie with me? Yeah. And she's so nice. She's like, sure, right away. I yeah. just have to ask my parents to make sure first, but it shouldn't be a problem. Mm-hmm. So he did it. I think like he did a great job asking her. It was better than uh, than the next time she's asked out yeah. later in the episode. Yeah. One thing I wanted. I don't know if you guys noticed this about what Melanie's wearing. She has a tie on. Oh, yeah. I missed that. Wow. Yeah, it was I'm just like fixated by her hair. A yeah. loose tie. Oh yeah, I guess it kind of like has waves to it. Right, she had like a side, a messy side pony with her. Like it was like a half up, half down side pony combo <laughs> with like just with the braces and like lots of layers. Yeah, right? I was like, it, was it winter? If was it winter? No, it was. Um, no, it looked like feels spring. like it's spring. It should be spring now. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, there's the second term of. I thought it was year. fall, so I think we're all a bit off, but uh, okay. I mean, technically, I think they shot it during the summers, mm, okay. so it's okay. tough to say like really what they're going for. She looked really. insulated. <laughs> yeah, she seemed warm. Uh, and then when they were talking about what movie do you want to see, uh, Yik wants to go see the horror movie Revenge of the Reptiles, and Melanie's like, mm, 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 not my style. We should go see the romance crying in the wind <laughs> i love the title yeah, exactly <laughs> crying in the wind i wonder what that's about <laughs> yeah. lots of crying is that a comedy <laughs> so rick's rick yick is reluctant but he's down to go see this movie because he just wants to go with melanie and then they just kind of part ways mm-hmm. yeah but when melanie is with kathleen uh she's she's Kathleen's like, oh, you got a date. And she's like, oh, I don't consider it a date. It's with Yick, which is so mean. That was mean. That she really, yeah. did say she was ready for a man. Exactly. Which was like a little, like, cause, uh, what's her name? Melanie? With the braces and everything. She's like, she looks like, like a little kid. To hear a little kid be like, I'm ready for a man. Like, it just yeah. made me uncomfortable. I'm like, did you, you know Spike, right? <laughs> yeah. Remember Spike, your friend? Yes. <laughs> That's like, it's such a, it's such a, must be such a warning to everyone else when they have this 14 year old who is literally pregnant. (laughs) Walking around holding her back. And maybe that's why Joey in the last episode made sure to buy condoms before he was. Definitely. Rejected. (laughs) He he was rejected in. Oh, by Liz. Yeah. He just went down in flames, which is actually just kind of coming up the callback to it because uh, right when Melanie says, I need a man, that's when the Zit Remedy, they're a band on the show, Cassandra, oh, okay, okay. those three guys, <laughs> Snake walks by and he's like, oh, hey, Melanie. And she's like, see, there's a man. Yeah. <laughs> she's like a crazy, like, she's like, like Sex in the City, Samantha. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like if they did a flashback in Sex in the City, like that's what, that would be them, you know? <laughs> she's a little bit boy, she had this, she's a little bit boy crazy and yeah. she had this, what was it she said? She said, um, First you go on dates. This not wasn't even in this episode. She said, first you go on dates, then you can get hickeys, and that means you have a boyfriend. Jeez. Feels like that order is just backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a, she's you know what? She's uh she got some rules, maybe from Spike's mom. I don't know. <laughs> Spike's mom's like, This is how you get a boyfriend, Melanie. <laughs> And then uh, it <laughs> follows the Do you know what a zits. snow job is? Oh. <laughs> oh. Stepmom? I have no idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it follows the zits up the stairs, 
And Joey noticed uh, Melanie saying hi to Snake, and he's just like, oh, Melanie likes you, eh, Snake? And he's like, really? He, like, he's oblivious. oblivious. Yeah, yeah, totally. And uh, they, they kind of like rads on him because she's a year younger. Yeah, I mm-hmm. wrote here, Joey Jeremiah asshole. He oh. said that he's like unnecessarily an asshole to like all his friends all the time. I think it's because he's a shitty student, right? He's Yeah, he's just got some issues. Like he just kind of <laughs> is always... Considering he's like the main character, especially later on, like he's a real big douchebag kind he of really in the junior to everyone. Yeah, I feel like it's the fedora, not helping. Doesn't help things like the fedora. It's like okay, this makes sense. Actually, I think that's the perfect. He wears the perfect outfits for his personality, like sleeveless vest. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah that's what like, I noticed. He looks like an asshole. I would agree, because uh, like even the things that he's saying here, he's like a total asshole because he's like, oh yeah, you were irresistible to chick snake. Little chicks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised they're making jokes like that or yeah. like making whatever like that on the show. Yeah, he's just kind of like, uh, he's making fun of her braces and he's like, oh, you can ask her to go play skip rope. It, yeah, he had some like good burns in there. <laughs> but I guess it's because he got denied so hard, right? Exactly. By, uh, by Liz. And that's when Snake says that, oh, she's got a nice smile. And that's when he says the thing about the braces, I think. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as... He do, he's saying that he runs right into Liz and it's just like silence for everyone. And he's like, hey, Liz. And she just like stone faces him. Yeah, she hates him. Yeah, well, because he was like, he basically, he came over to study, but then he was just like, hey, Liz, want to do it? What? Yeah, he's like, let's have sex. Like, what? Just, like, what kids were doing this? Exactly. I can't, I can't get on board sometimes. He <laughs> just propositioned her totally and she rejected him. Yeah, as anybody should. Yeah. We're supposed to be studying for the final. Are you nuts? (laughs) Fedora out of here. Yeah. I'm done with you. The worst part was, though, she really liked him. Oh, it always happens that way, right? Mm -hmm. You always, like, really like somebody, and then when you find out that they like you, they're like, great, this is going to go great. And then it starts off, and then you're like, oh, this is shitty. I should have went with that other guy that liked me that I rejected. (laughs) And now he's, like, a genius. He's making lots of money. Isn't that how it always goes? The stories? Are we back to Yik? (laughs) No. I'm going to contact him. That's what I'm going to do. (laughs) <laughs> and and I like that yeah exactly because like Joey just blew it so much with Liz that's probably who doesn't want to mention it and they're just kind of like what did you do to her and she's like did you try to get her to play skip rope he sort of <laughs> yeah. did sort of did that might have worked though if he had asked like if he had started off saying hey like why don't we go skipping maybe that was like you know it was <laughs> yeah, a step by step process that was it he went zero to sixty exactly like, yeah. from the study studying to sex he's gotta, into it you need some middle stages <laughs> in between <laughs> gotta work up to that. And especially because Liz was friends with Spike or just met Spike, the one pregnant girl. And like that whole episode, she's like, I'm never getting pregnant. I would never want to have a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, thanks. The next scene is Shane and Spike at their lockers. And I noticed on Spike's locker is like a hand drawn picture of Billy Idol. Oh, yeah. It looks almost anime. Yeah, 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 and the hair though looks exactly like Spike. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that too. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, the only difference is Spike's kind of comes like there's bangs at the mm-hmm. front of hers yeah. that kind of come down. She judges it a bit. She changes it up. And so Shane's dad wants Spike and her mom to come over for a dinner, and like it's actually been a couple episodes where Shane's been like, "Hey, my parents want you to come over for dinner." Hey, my parents want you to come over for dinner. <laughs> like, so this episode is kind of all coming to a head because clearly Spike hasn't been passing that message along to her mom. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I feel, uh, I feel for Spike. 
But it's weird to watch her in the first scene, like the first glimpse of her you see, and she's like, oh, butterflies, tummy, fetus. Like she's all like adorable about her cute pregnancy. And then the minute Shane comes up to her, she's like, I don't have time for your bullshit dinners. She shut him down about the dinner. She's like, I don't think my mom's going to let me go. So like, fuck yourself. She's so angry. and But mm-hmm. rightfully so, I guess. If I was pregnant and like having to go to art class and like deal with Podgy, like I'd probably be upset as well. So yeah. I think it's fair. Uh, so she's she kind of just like storms off from him too yeah and it, you i mean you don't know that she hasn't been asking her mom yet but you kind of yeah. kind of assume that she's not passing that on i think the at this music point. and the acting really don't leave a lot to the imagine like <laughs> yeah. it's, it's predictable uh the next scene is uh is with yik and arthur and yik tells arthur that he just asked her out and Arthur's just like, what movie are you going to? And she's like, crying in the wind, again, dropping the title. He's like, that's a love story. But it shows how good Yik is because he's like, I'm just happy to go to a movie with her. Exactly. Yik is like willing to change himself <laughs> to grow with another person. That's maturity. He's a great kid. But I think the role. Well, <laughs> he's a patsy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking it's a ta- like a romance movie. You might kiss but in a horror movie, the girl might get scared yeah. and like hold on to you That's or something. Probably, yeah, that was probably his thoughts. So it is like yeah. tough to say which one is better. I feel like, were there only two movies playing? Like, <laughs> just those two choices, either Return of the Lizards or whatever, or like, or Crying in the Wind? I guess like the multiplex was rare in Toronto at that point. Like yeah, there I might only so. have been a few movies. Because like there's a lot of smaller theaters, like yeah. in Toronto, like there wasn't the the ones that there are now, like the huge theaters for sure. Yeah, like Cineplex yeah. or AMC. Yeah, they have like thirty movies going at once. Uh-huh. One came out like two months ago, and you just got a whole like <laughs> like mess of them for sure. So maybe that's why. That's the only thing I could think of. What? But you're right. It's like there's only two movies. That seems so <laughs> funny now. Where it? it's like you can see fucking forty movies without leaving your house right now, right the <laughs> <Yeah>. second. <laughs> The next scene is in Radich's class. And this is like a really long shot. We kind of touched on it with Joey just doodling and Mr. Radich in the zone teaching. (laughs) Most of Mr. Radich's acting is just like in these little shots where he's just spouting off whatever. And they'll be just like, it just zooms out from Joey's book so slowly. (laughs) Doodling and snakes beside kind of like half sleeping. I feel like it's like a foreshadowing to like Joey's a shitty student. Like there's all these clues all the time that he's a crappy student. Mm-hmm. Like it's always doing what he's not supposed to. But That's then... true. And he gets bad grades too as he yeah. goes on. And mm-hmm. it's actually this season is leading up to him failing the eighth grade. So I think Me you're right. Know. I didn't. Yeah. Is that even possible? I thought you couldn't. It can do that. I thought you couldn't fail the. It's because we went to Catholic school. They're not. They oh, don't they actually just felt really you. bad, and they're just like, yeah, just whatever. We can't have any more students in this class. It's already full. It's got 35 <laughs> kids. Bump them up. I didn't you just know get that. A, you just get a U or something. Yeah, like yeah, that something like that. I remember. Yeah, some like sort of different, like weird letter. <laughs> Such a weird grading system. Did you go to a public school, Aisha? I went to private school until like I my last year at private school was ninth grade, and then. Uh, and I did not get a U. I got, you're not doing your work, so you can't come back here. <laughs> oh, and you got a you can't come back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. And so then my parents were like, we're not spending money on your education anymore. And they sent me to public school. Nice. Yeah, I liked it. I, that's what I wanted all along. Oh, so that's why you got the pass. Uh, no, no. <laughs> really it was, I was just an idiot. You planned but I, for it, though. I was really thrilled to get my own way with no work. So it was good. Nice. So the class ends, and Joey 
Snake and Wheels are just walking into class. Joey asks if they want to play video games, which I guess meant go to an arcade at this time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it meant because, like, I mean, there would have been Nintendo at home and stuff, but... Yeah. I don't know. It just implied to me that they were going out somewhere. Wheels, his whole thing is he's getting special tutoring so he doesn't fail. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is, it's just funny that Joey's always, like, making fun of him. He's like, he's like, how much, how much longer are you going to be tutored for? He's like, oh, until my grades go up. He's like, oh, with your brain, that'll never happen. And again, and like you're he saying, <laughs> he's the one who's going to fail. <laughs> they work a lot on Joey's character. Yeah. <laughs> And but so wheels can't do it. And then it seems like Snake and Joey would go. But then Snake's like, he's like, I got something I got to do. <laughs> and kind of just leaves Joey alone. So it's pretty clear what he's he's going to go and ask out Melanie. I would mm-hmm. think even yeah. even yeah. you not having seen the show, you probably could see that coming. Yeah. yeah. And in back in the class too, Shane, he asked Spike again to talk to her mom. And uh She's just like, leave me alone. Like she's <laughs> so harsh to him and walks out. Really mean. And then it's kind of just like lingers another long shot lingering on Shane, looking very sad. And then this is like, uh, BLT character's not in the show too much. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, black guy. The black guy. He says <laughs> he's been friends with Shane. I think though, like late moving forward and everything too. So he asks about it though, and he's like, "Are you okay?" And Shane's just like, "I'm fine." He doesn't want to show his emotions, I don't right. think, either. Yeah, oh, BLT. I forgot that was his name. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> oh, was it, was it Brian? Like, was is that, are those his initials? Is that why they call him yeah, BLT? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Brian. Ah, I, think, right. I feel like it's Bryant. It probably is Bryant. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm just racist, though. I don't know. <laughs> and I would just assume. <laughs> I actually have a theory that, like, maybe Melanie's a little racist. Like... Yeah, it's like she, yeah. yeah. He right? want to go on a date. She's like, oh, he's just a friend. Yeah, she put him in the friend box. Like that's not possible. Oh, yeah. That Asian kid. Why would I want to date him? That's stupid. Yeah, she definitely <laughs> had that attitude though, for yeah. sure. With all the yicks going for him, yeah. <laughs> can't see it. I think on episode three, we were saying yicks name. It sounds like an insult. Like yick you. <laughs> <laughs> go yeah, yick yourself yeah. or something. <laughs> yick no, like uh, <laughs> his name is funny. <laughs> Again, maybe I'm racist then. <laughs> if I'm being- <laughs> The next scene is in the hallway, and I notice that Snake, he uses the same, uh, he's doing the same strategy as Yik, though, just hanging out near the water fountain, yeah. waiting for the girls to come, and then as soon as he sees them, he bends down and is drinking water, and it's pretty much the same thing as when Yik asks her, he's like, hey, Melanie, uh, except, no, you know what, it is a little different, because Melanie wants some privacy and she's like hey weren't Hmm. you just leaving kathleen yeah and And kathleen like took forever to pick up on that hint yeah like hit the bricks i gotta talk to this guy (laughs) yeah way later she she like oh aren't we studying and she's like yeah later oh right later (laughs) (laughs) and then she walks away and that's when snake asks her to a movie and she kind of handles a little differently like she agree she's like sure maybe she kind of like pulls back a little and's like what movie but then he suggests revenge of the reptiles and again she's just like yeah sure yeah again huge racist (laughs) (laughs) well what i think it is is that she really likes snake so she's willing to go see a movie she doesn't want to yeah just like yik he really liked Melanie, so he was willing to go oh, see a movie he didn't yeah, want that. to. Oh, Degrassi. So it's kind of just, I think it's like, if you're willing to bend, you're willing to bend for a person you really like, where right, you're just right. like, 
Melanie just wanted to go on a date. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. We're gonna, but we're going to see the movie I want. Degrassi hoes <laughs> ain't loyal. I'm just putting that out there. They're not. Uh, she's not a good girl. I also really liked how it was such like a snake was like, so. And then Melanie was like, so. And then yeah. Snake was like, so uh, you want to go to a movie sometime? Okay, great. And when they make the plans for the night, that's when he asked her for Friday. And there was like that classic like TV moments like, uh, do I have plans on Friday? <laughs> yes, I know. I do have plans in my head. This is for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm free on Friday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it didn't take her too long. No, and then they kind of like walk away. And this is what I noticed that Snake, he looked like he just went through a traumatic experience after asking her. <laughs> like he wasn't yeah. like excited. He was just like breathing heavy like near the water fountain yeah snake is like a i mean i guess for degrassi like he is the tall drink of water so like i don't i don't get why he's so nervous when you were watching it and you were younger did you think that he was like a Mm, cute guy no 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 i guess not but just looking at it now comparatively i'm like there's slim pickings (laughs) did you have a degrassi crush absolutely not no No, you didn't have it because i remember really I thought Liz was super cute when I was younger and I was watching Aww. the show. I like yeah. Liz. Well, the girls of Degrassi, were all, they were okay. They were pretty mm-hmm. cute. Uh, the guys of Degrassi, <laughs> I mean, maybe BLT. Maybe BLT. What about um, Simon, the blonde, the blonde guy who what goes out with um, Alexis? Oh, I don't even remember, remember his face. He's like uh, very blonde hair, like white blonde hair, apparently. And he was like mm. a model. Oh, that's uh, hilarious. Yeah. I, I'm drawing a blank on You're Simon. Blank on nah, I only remember the hideous Degrassi characters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking, I'm like, well, because he was like, I don't know. There's a there's a thing this season where everyone's like really, like Stephanie K specifically is like after him this season. Oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, because yeah, he was the new guy. I'm gonna um, you're not going <laughs> to. I'll show you a picture later. <laughs> okay. So then it's out front of the school and Melanie, she's very excited for the date. She tells Kathleen that Snake asked her out to Revenge of the Reptiles. And she's like, oh, you want to see that? And she's like, I don't care about the movie, right? Like, she's just she's just into the snake. She mm-hmm. wants, <laughs> she's looking for some of that python. <laughs> but then that's when, when Kathleen reminds her, you're going to the movie with Yick tomorrow. And Melanie's just like, no, I'm not. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, to be honest with you, I actually don't. I don't hate Melanie. I feel like every girl's been Melanie. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I. But it, it's pretty shitty. Like she, she shows no remorse in that moment. Yeah. I mean, I've gotten better at not being like Melanie. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand yeah. why they just couldn't. Like in that moment when he asked her to the movies, and she's like, "Oh no, I have to go with Yik." Why couldn't she just be like, "How about Saturday?" Thank you. Yes, you're like, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great I don't know. point. I, just, I think, you know, because she was so afraid. She's you know like, what? I think, yeah, maybe like just suggesting like a different day might maybe like sabotage the whole possibility of the date. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised they didn't. Yeah, I'm surprised that. that didn't come up at all, though. Like, that's such a great point. Like, there's, <laughs> it's not like yeah. Friday or never. There's <laughs> yeah, other like, options. Yeah, like one shot. But you know what? With a man. But when you're a preteen, <laughs> I think that's how everything feels. It's mm. like, either I, we're going to have this like right away or it's never going to happen. You feel like it's like the, your whole world is going to come crashing down if you don't get this date with that cute blonde guy who's drinking at the water fountain, right? <laughs> so. And that's, you know what? You're right, too. She's like, she says she's like, snake's an older man in grade eight. So decent. <laughs> Ooh, <it's> got a <laughs> part-time job. Did you say so decent? So decent. Oh, that's so great. I'm going to have to use that. Yeah, I feel like 
that expression almost came back for a bit. Decent. The decent like in like yeah. the early 2000s. Really? Maybe. Yeah, Maybe I think I'm you're wrong. right. Oh, decent. Like, it seems like <laughs> it something that something went out of worse. style. It sounds worse than I think I, what the word actually means. <laughs> like if I said, yeah, he's a decent guy, I would say more like, yeah, but you could do better. Oh, no, people would say, that's decent. Oh, God, yeah. That, that was that's so that's funny. What happened. That was the modern one. Brian that's and I deece. were talking about that today. Deece. Oh, I never heard that one. That's hilarious. And yeah, that's just funny to me that that's how she's... I love that expression so decent. <laughs> and then it follows up uh, the next scene where they're at a payphone, which must have seemed so old to you, Cassandra, to see two characters at a payphone. Yeah, I think I maybe use a payphone once or twice in my life for emergency <laughs> purposes only. Wow. Yeah. Maybe what? maybe a handful of times. I, mean, I don't know. Probably not more than three times, actually. So at your school, if you had to make an emergency phone call, did you have like a cell phone or like what happened? Yeah, like I got my first cell phone, oh. I think, when I uh, had my confirmation in grade eight. Oh. And that was my like my dad's gift to me. It was like a, a silly like Samsung flip phone. But it was my, you know what? If I could trade up, I would definitely go for that phone right now. <laughs> I remember I threw that phone across the road once and it just <laughs> bounced, bounced off of the floor didn't even have a chip on it. <laughs> I was like, "Amazing! wow, I, my anger did not work in this situation when I wanted to smash this Those thing. Those like Motorola flip phones and LG the flip razor. phones. I yeah. had the pink razor after that and it was just like a mess. That's when like I realized phones were, were yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like started get re- getting really uh, crappy, I guess. And yeah. Samsung was amazing. Like it was so good. I played Snake on it. Texted my <laughs> friends KK every now and then whenever we would text. KK. <laughs> yeah, that's all he did. <laughs> Uh, so at the payphone, that's where Melanie, I guess she didn't want to make the call at home for some reason. You know what? That's the thing with payphones at that time yeah. where they were like actively used. Mm-hmm. They were a thing of convenience. Like you were just using it because it was there. Yeah. People save money because, you know, just dropped in 25 cents and that was it for the month or whatever. Right. Now it's like 30 bucks maybe for a phone. Mm, I think they're 50 cents still. They did like oh, go up from 25 oh, cents dang. to 50 cents. Oh, why, are, why are payphones free? Like, why are they still a thing? I don't know. I've, I haven't seen a payphone in years. They're around. There's They're around? like there's some in the market here. Huh. You know what? I haven't seen a I haven't seen a phone booth in years. Like I've seen phone, <laughs> yeah, I haven't like seen a phone, phone against booth. a wall, but yeah. like a literal booth. Like that's not. No, you can't yeah, make those. Pre- you can't make practice. those phone calls privately. Are you kidding? No, it's like you need to be seen and looked down upon by everyone around you now. <laughs> if <laughs> you need see to someone know you ever contribute to this noise pollution. <laughs> Uh, and so she calls and tells Yik that her parents said she can't go. So that's why it, she has to cancel it, which is actually a pretty good excuse. Yeah, I, I used to use that one pretty often. I used it last week. <laughs> Your parents said you can't My go. mom wouldn't give me the car, you guys, so I can't come. I'm not going to take the bus, so whatever. <laughs> and then it cuts to the streets uh, where there were Spike's walking to her mom's salon. And that's when mm-hmm. you really started to realize how Canadian yeah. the the episode is. Like you saw, you're like, it's just this a, shot in Toronto? Yeah, just realize. the buildings. Just mm-hmm. the buildings in the window. And I was like, this looks like I've probably walked by this at least a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. And, and then the streetcar. We saw, yeah, we saw the streetcar go by. That's right. That was cool. That was awesome. I'm like, oh, this is very much Toronto. Yeah, it was probably uh, right on Queen Street, I think, for mm-hmm. that location. Oh, cool. I feel like Degrassi kids should never do anything wrong because I felt like every time, like when, what's her name? When Melanie picked up the phone to cancel with Yik, it was just so obvious that was going to backfire. Like from that moment, I'm like, it's going to come back at you. Like (laughs) none of them should ever make a mistake. They'll never get away with it. And no one ever does right here because Spike has been hiding 
um, being asked to go over to Shane's house from her mm-hmm. mom. Yeah. She's been hiding it. And of course, the truth comes out because Shane's dad just calls Spike's mom, gets her number on the phone. Yeah. And, uh, and talks her and invites her over. I found it funny because they invited her over for dinner and she's like, Mm-mm, nope, I'm not going over to their place. We'll go to a restaurant. We'll pay our own way. Thank mm-hmm. you very yeah. much. <laughs> yeah. We don't need their help. <laughs> Terrible values. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Because yeah. it's like needlessly stubborn, and mm-hmm. and like clearly, like I, I know that like the the minister family, Shane's family, has like a, a ton of money because they're talking about sending him to private school, and like Spike is helping her mom work in a hair salon. I guess they work, which is hilarious that <laughs> Spike works. And Spike's mom is a hairdresser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, we'll yeah. just leave that alone. It's clearly well, not clearly. What I think is happening is you know because Spike's mom has raised Spike alone, she's like fiercely independent. And doesn't want any help from anyone. Right. She, maybe maybe I'm reading too much into it as well about her feelings about men. But because she asked Spike, she's like, oh, he said that he sent a message through the boy. Did you know anything about that, Spike? And Spike's like, no. And she's like, typical male. <laughs> yeah. But did he you, said it chipper. Typical you? male. Yeah. Okay, sweep up, honey. I'll see you later. <laughs> Always getting off scot-free. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little quote. And then, yeah, okay, yeah. sweep up. And then... Kind of some sad music happening there, there as she walks away. And then it shows, goes to Shane's house. And Shane is holding the pamphlet for the private school that he doesn't want to go to. His dad's just telling him, oh, all your brothers went there. And he, I don't know, he says that he wants to be there for the baby when it's born. Which yeah. is like, there hasn't been a lot of talk. There's been no decision on what's going to happen to uh, yeah. with the pregnancy if they're gonna keep it they're gonna put it up for, for adoption yeah <laughs> oh excuse me abortion doesn't seem like the case yeah so, it doesn't like, like that it's seems an option ruled at all out. um like, she did kind of consider it at first like as an option but never really like pursued it as much yeah and i think this is kind of dealt with as it goes on other people ask her advice in the series like and she just says it wasn't right for her mm. uh and that's when Shane's parents are like, that baby's going up for adoption. Like, very, <laughs> yeah, their choice. Yeah. 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 Like, they know for sure. And that's when Shane just kind of, like, asks. He's like, what if it doesn't? <laughs> and that's just, that scene kind of ends. This is where, the next scene, too, is at, like, the end of class on a Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I found that's such a huge time jump, I guess, because it goes <laughs> The week from, is done. Yeah, it goes from, like, the night before... To the end of class the next day. That was one thing that was like, well, that's a pretty big jump. And they kind of do it, I guess, at the end, too, because the climax of this episode is, like, on the Friday night. Mm -hmm. So we're basically getting into the Friday night. I would say we're just, we're right into the third act of the show now, of this episode. And Kathleen and Melanie are walking out of the class after the bells rang. And Melanie's like, aren't you worried? uh," Or sorry, Kathleen asks Melanie, aren't you worried about uh, getting scared by this reptiles movie and she's more thinking about being kissed yeah which i found it kind of gets interesting to me because her thoughts are snake will be mad if i don't want to quit kiss but he'll think i'm easy if i do yeah did you guys ever grapple with that at all when you were dating people did you feel that way with kissing not with kissing. no not no not with kissing no yeah i didn't feel that i kissed way. a lot of people when i was young Ooh. yeah it was, it was all <laughs> over the place bandit. yeah <laughs> and it shows uh yik walks up to melanie just so sad <laughs> like yeah. he's just got like his hand go 
Have a nice weekend, <laughs> Melanie. <laughs> and she like remorselessly is like, yeah, you too. See ya. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Side pony. <laughs> and then Yik is uh, walking out with Arthur. And Arthur is just like yo-yoing, which I found so like. <laughs> <laughs> they just gave him something to do. Yeah. Get a little busy work for his acting. <laughs> they call it on set. And uh, see, Yik, this is where he's kind of like, why would her parents say no? might think that she's racist maybe her parents are racist <laughs> yeah. maybe across his mind for sure he must he's feeling real bad about himself but then arthur's like hey, oh so you're not doing anything you don't we can go see revenge of the reptiles now this is setting Which, up a uh you got i think yeah. i think you yeah. guys started ooing as soon as this yeah. happened because you can over. see what's happening yeah like, but that was, that's <laughs> great you know stick with you know stick with your best friend go watch you know how's your best friend just like go to the movie with your best friend you know what you missed the date try next week but i guess like i said earlier seems like a good idea yeah but yeah. i feel like they're uh they're on a collision course it's with emotional turmoil yep. right here. <laughs> it's about to happen. Yeah. Arthur's a, a sweet friend, too. He really is. Way He's better like, than that fedora-wearing Joey yeah. Jeremiah. <laughs> Joey, yeah. You, you think you, Joey seems cooler, but he's much more of a jerk. Yeah. And then it goes to the bike rack with Joey and wheels and and spike or and spikes and snake. And they're questioning Snake's decision to go see Revenge of the Reptiles. They're like... Why would you take her to that movie? Like, we know you're desperate. You can't get a chick your own age. <laughs> Which is one year younger. It's like really not that year. big yeah. of a deal. But when you're older, it doesn't seem like that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But when you're younger, I remember being in grade eight and, like, people would date, you know, cross date, like, grade seven, grade six. I think grade six was the Ooh. farthest anybody would go. And yeah. we, we turned it into a big deal. We, yeah. like, we, it was, you know, it came up in conversation regularly. So when you're, yeah, now you look at it and you're like, ah, five years, ten years difference. Who cares? I guess I was thinking more in high school, dating, dating someone younger than didn't see. Like I think it was pretty common for elevens to date tens. Yeah, yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. It was only what was weird though, because uh, and Aisha as well probably went in the OAC years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like, I was nineteen. And a grade nine would be oh, fourteen or fifteen. So in yeah. an OAC dating a grade nine, that That's, was weird. That, that was for sure. Weird. Yeah, because mm. I I dated somebody a year younger than me. I think I was in grade ten or eleven, and he was uh, yeah, you're younger. Mm-hmm. And at one point, I think when we had slept together, like I don't know what I think I was sixteen, he was fifteen, and then he said something like, uh, you know, technically by law or something like that. You know, that could be considered yeah, like rape or something. Yes. And I was like, okay, <laughs> and I didn't know what to say to that. I was like. <laughs> Well, we both wanted this, did we not? Like you more than me, I would think. But uh, yeah, a, that is an oh. awkward. It was. Yeah, who says that? Yeah, he was, was a lunatic. This rape? What just happened? Here? <laughs> that guy was crazy. You know how crazy he was. After he got out of the shower, he would put on socks right away because he said he loved that feeling of putting on socks as soon as he got out of the shower. Yeah, <laughs> so I guarantee weird. you, he's gonna murder somebody within the next For ten sure. years. Absolutely. Oh hey, Steve. Look at that. <laughs> just in case he listens to it, I don't know. That's such a name. Steve. Yeah. <laughs> this is a name after the state. Yeah. Well, it wasn't rape, Steve. Just so you know. Yeah, just so you know. And they, But this is the thing. <laughs> You're getting dead. a very serious issue there. <laughs> well, it wasn't a serious All right. <laughs> At the bike rack, too, they're asking they're, what they're calling uh, it is cradle snatching, which I thought that was, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was hilarious. It's an expression I haven't heard in a long time. I feel like now we just call it like, I don't know, like that's like such a playful name for such a serious 
issue. It's like, oh, snatching the cradle. It's yeah. Like, no, that's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, the words like when I hear snatching or snatch, I hear, you know, I think of a lady's parts, right? <laughs> yeah. So I was just a bit like. and <laughs> Way worse. Yeah. And like, I just don't, I don't know. I didn't, I never even heard that term. I don't think ever. Oh, cradle yeah, snatching. Kind of I've always heard kidnapping. Kidnapping is what he was referring to, right? No. Like, or, uh, like robbing, robbing the, the cradle. cradle is like when you, you're dating someone who's so much younger than you. Oh, I didn't see that. I didn't even know. Learn something yeah, new every see, day. This it's is an great. Old expression. See, it's just gone now because now it's just like they're a pedophile. <laughs> like they're, <laughs> yeah, you're going to jail. You're going to jail. This isn't right. And Wheels and Joey, their plans are just to play video games. But then they're like, hey, why don't we go see a movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Revenge of the Reptile. <laughs> There's this one movie theater that's getting all the business. All the crazy <laughs> kids are going to go see this one movie. Poor, uh, poor Shane. He just wants to, or not Shane, uh, Snake. He yeah. just wants to take a girl out for a date. And, and Joey's like, no, Joey's not happy. No one's happy. Like, <laughs> oh, he ruins so it for everyone. Because they're just planning to go ruin his date, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next thing is Spike walking home. And I noticed she like, this is what I found so weird, that she like turns a corner and then like Shane walks out from it and like just sees her like he wasn't 10 feet behind her. That, <laughs> <laughs> the blocking for that scene was a little bit suspect. And so they were about to have that dinner tonight, and he, you know, he asked her if she ever thinks about keeping the baby. Like, that's kind of like a heavy issue that yeah. I'd like to talk about. And she's kind of like, yeah, I don't know. But then right away, too, he's like, tells her not to drink that stuff when she's drinking a pop. pop. Another another time, they're kind of like asking her about the, like the body health. Mm-hmm. And then when he's like, you know, she's like, what do you care? He's like, it's my baby, too. And she's like, you get off easy. You don't have to get fat. You don't have to go to counseling. You don't have to be responsible. That's emotional. Like, that was that was pretty moving for me. That was probably the most moving part in the whole show. And she just kind of, she tells him. She tells him what he thinks. Yeah. And it, it kind of plays into, like, the overall Shane issue of this episode with, like, him not having uh, any of the problems. When, like, even Spike is not seeing it. Yeah, I think which I think is fair as well. She's obviously taking the brunt of the issue, but I think that they're, they're they are showing that Shane has to go through something as well. Yeah. So then when she walks away too, he's just like, "See you tonight." She just gives him like this look, like it was so like <laughs> she just told him off, and then he was like, "Uh, see you tonight." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like when did they? So I, I guess it, like. When did she decide or tell him, like, I'm giving this baby away for adoption? She hasn't decided she yet. Hasn't yeah, the decision decided. wasn't made at the end it of the episode. She's yeah. probably been pregnant for a few months now. Maybe she's, like, oh, two really? or three wow. months pregnant right okay. now. Okay. That would be my guess. It's tough to say because it happened at the tail end of the previous season. And okay. I was like, oh, okay. A few episodes in. So I would say it's been maybe a month or two. Well, okay. Trying to think. Well, because she gets pregnant and then it's a month later in that episode when she gets pregnant. So it's probably been about two. Yeah, I'm sticking with it. First trimester still. So then the uh, the snake, <laughs> the, <laughs> no, the spike, no, spike, she goes to the salon with her mom and she, her mom's just kind of get getting ready and she's like, how do I look? <laughs> Spike's just like fine. <laughs> like she doesn't give her not like, pregnant. That's how you look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Spike comes clean to her mom. She's like, "Oh, I was invited, and I didn't. I just didn't want to go because I didn't want them to be judging me." Which I think is a fair point. Like that's pretty yeah. much what this dinner is too. Mm-hmm, it's just mm-hmm. judgment from Shane's parents. <laughs> yeah, who suck. Yeah. But her mom again. Her 
Okay. I know you guys have been questioning her mom's parenting. Yeah. Yep. yep. But she is supportive. Yes. And yes. that's also kind of why I maybe like I didn't, I wasn't fully on board with her not telling her mom about the dinner because I feel like, like the only reason I wouldn't tell my mom uh, like anything like, like about that dinner, for example, if his parents wanted to go out would be because she was just like bringing up the whole pregnancy thing again would just infuriate her. But if my mom was supportive from the beginning, I'd be like, listen, so they want us to go for dinner, but I don't really want to go. Can we get out of this together? <laughs> like I would, yeah. You know, so I just, but I guess again, when you're a kid, you just kind of think of yourself and you're like, oh, people are going to judge me, all that kind of stuff. So I, think I guess right. I get it. I yeah. Get it. And she, her mom is just like, We'll knock him dead. You and me together. Yeah, like what a great, what a great teammate. <laughs> Again, uh, sorry to be the cloud of doom. <laughs> you're not friends, Spike's mom. Yeah, that's your daughter. I don't get that friendship. I'm, I'm sick though. of this. You know what? I'm jealous. I'm jealous of this pregnant teenager because I'm just like, there's no way, there's no way Lana and Norman Brown would let me get away with any of this bull. If <laughs> there's just, I would have been. So miserable. It was like, I have to, they invited us to dinner. Like, okay, well then we're going to, it would just be tense conversations all, all the, the time. time. Yep. So I like this universe where your mom's just like, we're a team. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right then. But yeah. What universe are you living in? Yeah. That's okay. I think you point and counterpoint. I'll give it to Aisha there. <laughs> I think she did the best point. You won so me over angry. when you were like, well, because they're not friends. She's like, you're right. They're mother, daughter. <laughs> and then it goes to the theater that the, everyone's showing up to here. Oh, no. Now, this is a real theater in Toronto. It's yeah. the Fox Theater, and it still exists today. In the Where? Pages, right? Yeah, yeah. It's um. There's a blog that um, that's done about all the real locations that Degrassi mm-hmm, shot mm-hmm. at. Uh, it's called the Degrassi Panthers. He's gonna be a future guest on the podcast, <laughs> oh, and he's cool. got a great blog, and it shows cool. like this yeah. the clip the it shows the scene and like where the real location is today and everything. So yeah, it's a. Uh, it's on Queen Street. I didn't actually write down the address, but a little bit. It's like more east. Did like, the name change? Um, well, of the it's theater? still called the Fox Theater today. Oh, actually. I think I yeah. walked by it not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of fun. Like it, I don't think it shows the theater name like on the clip, but I right, just right. looked on the blog, and that's where it was, the Fox Theater. The restaurant that Spike and uh, her mom go to meet Shane's parents, that one exists too. It's the Bridgeport Restaurant. Oh, it still wow. exists to this day. I was wondering that too when I was looking at, when they were looking at the menu, they sh- they showed the mm-hmm. uh, shot of that, and I was mm-hmm. like, I wonder if that's a real restaurant too and still around we that should go sad. eat there we Lake should do a Shore podcast ways. at that restaurant <laughs> <laughs> be like does anyone work here when they shot here still <laughs> meet the people so at the movie theater snake and melanie are walking in and then joey and wheels are just steps behind them just like following them in <laughs> I, I what i loved about that moment so much is that like <laughs> that what's his name uh joey had like props he brought like oh, yeah. he brought a dinosaur. <laughs> he brought it to this to fuck with his friend's date. Like yeah. he's so invested in like he making sure all out. that Snake is unhappy. Like he's like, you you can't be happy. Not with a Joey. Without <laughs> 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 this Vidora. It's so true. Joey's such a dick. He brought those <laughs> things from home just to ruin their date. I found it funny too when she's um talking to uh to snake about where to sit and he's he wants the uh, she wants the back and he wants the front mm-hmm. and then she's like oh okay yeah the front she like gives in so yeah. quick she's like oh sometimes i like the front and sometimes the back <laughs> that's just me i'm weird i guess do you know why i think i hate melanie because i think i would have been melanie oh. you know what i mean yeah Ugh. 
You Such, see, you see some great. Melanie in yourself. I see some <laughs> Melanie in myself. Just letting some guy call the shots because you, know you like him it's, with your dumbass side <laughs> pony. <laughs> it's not an easy thing to admit, but yeah, and I'm proud of you. Joey and Wheels too are like just sneaking around like ridiculously <laughs> in the like theater cartoonishly. too. Cartoonishly, yeah. yeah, and like ducking down, and they follow, they follow them as uh, you know Snake and Melanie are sitting there. It's like really awkward, and he's like, "Want some popcorn?" Oh, good popcorn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, popcorn. I like the infrastructure of this theater. Yeah. <laughs> and they're kind of saved by Joey and Wheels a little bit. Like, yeah. I guess in that awkwardness, because like they do this weird thing with that Godzilla doll. Yeah. Being yeah, yeah. the weird reptile, I guess, being like, Ugh, which is not very good. They could have thought of something better. <laughs> they could have. If you're going to go to the trouble to like sabotage your friend's date, like think of something creative. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So that's pretty much all it is there. So now we see that their date is in ruins and then it cuts to the dinner with (laughs) Spike and her mom showing up and Shane's mom is already complaining. She's like, I could have cooked a perfectly good meal at home. She's offended that they had (laughs) to go to the restaurant. Can we talk about Shane's mom for a minute and Cassie's reaction to Shane's mom's face? When I first saw her, yeah, geez, that wasn't uh... What did you said something like, is that Eugene Levy? (laughs) No, I said, well, the father looks like Eugene Levy's father. And I I said something like, oh, man, there's like a whole line of like actors in that family. Quite possibly. Yeah. (laughs) And then I just said that the mom looked like a man. I don't know if that's mean, but I just saw her and I was like, wow, that was... They, they didn't yeah. have anybody else. The mom looks like the angry eagle Muppet. You know, like <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> Which is probably nice. why, like Shane's dad, is like doesn't understand premarital sex because <laughs> he was like, "Oh, let's wait till marriage." Oh. <laughs> Shipped off all three kids. Didn't want to think about it. <laughs> so Spike and her mom walk in, and Shane's you know says, "Oh, here they are." And when she walks up. Uh, Shane's dad is like oh you must be Spike and right away her mom corrects her and she's like her name is Christine mm-hmm. yeah like that like I like how she she asserted dominance right away and that, yeah, that's <laughs> the moment she's like I'm a mother I think, I think you know what it is too I'm assuming yeah Spike's mom is also a single mom right yes yeah so I think in her eyes also it's kind of like well now that my and that's why she's so nice to Spike as well she's gonna treat her like an adult mm-hmm. so maybe like in our eyes we're like oh why why is she not you know being more like disciplining like disciplining her more kind of thing whereas um the boy's parents what's the boy's name again Shane Shane Shane's parents are just like so you're being shipped off this baby's getting you know you know putting up for adopt adoption and we're gonna handle this kind of like almost like a business transaction yeah whereas like Spike's mom's just more like okay well let's treat these kids like adults now that they've done this Mm -hmm. and take it from there I think that's and that really splits up parents too because I feel like those are I mean as much as like I don't relate to that type of mom. For sure, <laughs> yeah. I know moms out there like like that. Yeah, yeah. she's. An, I'm being super judgmental because we're we're like where you're judging. No, Degrassi. I, think you're, I think you've but, made some great points for that. Kid. <laughs> I don't know why I hate this lady so much. I actually was laughing at like. So wait a minute. Spike was like super concerned about making a good impression <laughs> and showed up with that ridiculous hairstyle. <laughs> yeah. Like that's not like it's not like you're Bart Simpson and your hair grows that way. Just don't put hairspray in it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Show up with a ponytail. That's ridiculous. She's been putting hairspray spray in that hair for so long (laughs) that it doesn't matter now (laughs) it's like that it just grows up her bangs also look burnt like in one scene i was like jesus she needs to cut that out (laughs) that's what they're judging not your pregnancy (laughs) shitty hairdo and it's uh when her mom sits down too she gets a bailey's on ice and she's like on a separate bill that was a big (laughs) it's a big point for her that they were gonna pay our own pay their own way and then the uh shane's dad started talking he's like 
as a minister, I have experience with these <laughs> situations. Emotions run high, and I think we can all be reasonable. It's kind of like telling her how it should be there, yeah. too. Yeah. And uh, Shane, or Spike's mom looks a little like kind of awkward, but it cuts to the movie theater, breaking the tension. <laughs> and Wheels and Joey are just sitting beside, behind uh, the Snake and Melanie on the date. And just making kissing noises, blowing in the air. (laughs) And Melanie's kind of had enough. She's been, she's, she's about ready to call him on it. She turns around and just like says, ha ha. But as she does, this is when she sees Yick and Arthur show up at the theater. Yep. She knows this isn't good. She basically just starts like hiding her face (laughs) in the worst way possible she just turns the other way and just doesn't turn back she's just frozen in fear yep i think like i think i would have tried to play it off like if that were me i wouldn't hide especially if you're you know you're surrounded by all your friends from school like obviously you're gonna get caught in that moment i would decide like okay i gotta get up and get out of here pretend Mm -hmm. like i have the runs or something or like i gotta just sit there act like nothing's wrong and then if he brings it up, be like, oh, my parents changed their minds. And, you know, this guy just had asked me, like, right away. So I just went, I just went out. I'm just out with my friends. I, I feel like you would sound panicky. Yeah. Like, you just spiraled <laughs> just now. Like, yeah, my parents, they just. Yeah. So, yeah, but, but I'm no, here. It would sound like Fuck that. Fuck it, yick. But it's much. I, I, for me, I would try and, like, sit. Because, I don't know, instead of, like, looking off to the side and trying to trying to hide and be like a coward and be like yeah you know whatever like no big deal stop talking about it don't even worry about it we're at the movies let's watch the movie now that we're here hello well when like, hiding failed she like flashed the cheesiest jokerish <laughs> grin i've ever seen in yeah. my life it was amazing because he called her on it right he was like yeah, he's snake he's like yeah. oh hey snake yeah and he must have seen joey and then he looks over and he's like of course like you can recognize right. that side ponytail like anywhere and that's yeah. when she must have just been thinking in her head like well Better own it. Yeah. <laughs> just like yeah. looks over to the side and like has the widest grin. Like, hey, Yick, how's it going? <laughs> it was adorable. Yick just like dies a little bit inside. Yeah, you see it happening. He's a good actor. See, that's why he was successful. <laughs> he was so Yick's upset. Fan club over here. <laughs> and then the movie just like kind of starts, and Melanie like sinks into her seat. And then you see, yeah. I think, I think Yick left the movie theater too. Oh, did he? Which is good. I oh yeah. Think, if I'm Melanie, yeah. I'd be like, let's make out. <laughs> cool, Yick's gone. Although you know what's like funny about that too is that like we saw the heartbreak in Yick's face. Yep. And. All I could think of was that episode of The Simpsons that with, with oh. Martin where his heart gets broken oh, and it's with, like in uh, slow motion. Ralph Wiggins. Oh, Ralph, Ralph, Ralph yeah, yeah, right. right. <laughs> like, oh. uh, and then, yeah, and they're like, here, Lisa, you can pinpoint the part where his heart like, literally breaks in half. <laughs> that, yeah, we should have slow-moed it. I think so, too. Yeah. Well, because Yick mostly just like, he's just, he's just like hanged all expression. Like, he just mm-hmm. like chin drops to his chest. <laughs> he's so sad. He doesn't seem like a man of many words, but, you know. He's got emotions, that kid. So as we're as we're dealing with the shadows of our emotions after that, it cuts to the uh, back to the dinner, and it's just like a close up shot of wine being poured and then kind of pulling out. And I thought it was for Shane. Me for a too. Second. I also yeah. thought that because he looked at it too. I'm I pretty think. sure it's for his dad, but it was just weird the way that happened. Uh, and his dad starts talking, and this is the phrasing he used that I found so weird. He says, "Now, if you care, I can recommend a, a good home for the girl." Mm-hmm. And it's just like. 
if you care like that just seemed like such a mean yeah. way to phrase that yeah. like <laughs> well he's probably like look i've from what i've seen of your parenting style spikes mom i don't know how you roll with your kid although they're in the same boat so he needs to stop being judgmental yeah that's true that's true as well and then spike she's like upset she's like i don't want to be sent away though and then her mom's like we're not sending her away to a home like very str-. which is interesting because like that yeah. was still a time when yeah. that happened yeah when yeah. people would literally be sent away when that kind of thing went down, which yeah. is kind of crazy to me. If that Still was me, today, though, if I was uh, pregnant in, in my household, I'd be like, yeah, please send me away. I don't want to be around my parents and pregnant. It would be the worst. That would be weird, yeah. yeah. Now I'm thinking about kids who disappeared in grade eight, and I'm like, why did they really disappear yeah. <laughs> in grade nine? It's not the PACE program. They weren't that smart. <laughs> Do you guys realize that like, Shane is living out the lyrics to Papa Don't Preach? This <laughs> <laughs> nice. whole episode is just, they should have called it Papa Don't Preach. Ooh. <laughs> that would have been a better name i think yeah nice he's in trouble deep although it didn't apply to the i guess because they had the movie that's why they went dinner on the show Mm. i guess they and they could not preach would have been good plus they had the billy idol there's a lot of elements there right yeah that was a billy idol one right uh no no no, madonna madonna Madonna. i'm an idiot it's all right he's made (laughs) literally a different gender singing (laughs) (laughs) so shane's dad too just like continuing to like say what's happening is like Shane's agreed to go to private school. And then this is the first time that Shane says to, uh, sorry, <laughs> my cat just scratched the couch. That's why I wasn't. Totally cool. <laughs> uh, so Shane's dad is like, what do you mean you're not going to private school when Shane speaks up and says, I'm not going. He's like, that's what's for best for you. He's like, you just want me to leave because I embarrass you so mom can start to play bridge again. <laughs> and then they cut to his mom. And I think all of us were like, because, <gasps> again, her crazy eagle Muppet face is shocking when they just jump shot to it. Yeah. You need to ease us into that mug. Yeah, zoom in I think so, yeah it's only we're going to hard cut close up on her face all the time. <laughs> People will feel. It's like people are feeling like she's a muppet. That's what they're feeling. Yeah. And then Shane kind of goes on. He's like, "Sorry, I'm not perfect." And then this is where it gets kind of crazy because Shane's like, "I'll keep the baby." Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then everyone's like, "Okay, hold on, let's take it easy." I don't think like that's not an option anyone I think was considering. They're no. Like, it wasn't like, "Oh, Shane will keep the baby." That's on. That is. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also think it's funny because I'm like. Uh, I know they really want to drive home that the boy goes through a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know a lot of teenage, like preteen boys who are like, I want to keep this baby. No, that like never <laughs> I, seems yeah. like what someone's fight. No one's ever, I mean. There's probably a hand, like a couple of people. I mean, but- people might be fighting for them to, to have the baby together. Right. Yeah. Or, you know, to keep the baby think, for adoption. I would but think more in high school, though. Like, I will raise this baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't need anybody's help. I'll get a job. I'll do whatever it takes. Is I'll name like, it Shane this after might, me. This might be a weird question, and it just kind of like came to me now. But like, if a woman has a baby and is giving it up for adoption, can't like the guy be like, "I'll take it"? Like, yeah. So a guy can't do that if a baby. Um, be, I just I think, don't know. Well, like the adoption process is like so difficult, uh-huh. and I think in order to adopt, especially then, I don't know how about how much it is now, uh-huh. like how 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 hard it is to do. But I think when they're looking for people to adopt children. They're looking for families or couples. 
So like, but is it adoption though? No, you like, know what I mean. Yeah, okay. like so you like, can't if, give a baby up for adoption without the consent of the. Birth oh, parents. I see what you both mean. Parents. Oh, I thought yeah. you meant like, oh. couldn't he come in after and be like, I'll adopt it. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess that yeah. would be too. But <laughs> like, he tricks everyone. Yeah, like okay, That'd put up awesome. for adoption. He's in the office, like signing papers. Like you basically <laughs> with a mustache. Yeah, I basically spent ten thousand dollars that I could have used towards that baby. So, <laughs> uh, so I guess. I guess then if you need both parents' signatures, then he has to be a part of it. But because he's under 18, it might be his parents' signature. Yeah, under 18, signature. exactly. Yeah. I was going to say, it's probably like a parent or guardian yeah, signing thing. I don't know. That's such a complicated issue. And the funniest thing to me is after Shane says that, everyone just kind of looks <laughs> at each other and the dinner is silent. <laughs> yeah. It oh, I think Cassandra quiet. had the best line. Of what it was. Oh, when, check, please. Like, everybody, <laughs> this dinner's over. And it was. And then it just cuts to school on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's all it was. After this, a restful weekend? Yeah. <laughs> right. And I think that's, that's like, one of the... This is what I, something that feels weird, but it's also what makes Degrassi great. A lot of times, they don't actually have the conversations or say the things you want them to say. They just, like, leave it to your imagination, hmm, like, yeah. where that dinner went. Oh, where okay. that date went with every like the awkwardness that's pretty real yeah right? i think See, so like from my perspective i'd be like oh they could have done a little more writing or a little more editing maybe or something mm-hmm. like that but I, I never even considered it in that in that way i think they could i think a lot of times they could have done a little more writing <laughs> right, right, right but they make these choices of where to leave it which i think are interesting sometimes you're like oh wow like mm-hmm. this one was really weird like it could have used a little more i think with the where it ended yeah. there yeah like they ended what did they it say after like that yeah. a tableau okay we'll get <laughs> yeah. into it first it deals with the the melanie uh uh kathleen talking about yik story so we'll get into that one and then we'll show where what happened in the conversation with uh with spike and shane so you know, kathleen asks melanie about the date with with snake and then she says we didn't have a lot to talk about which is interesting to me because she had a really good time on the date with Yik and they had yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. But then the date with the guy, the older man that she likes, they didn't even have anything to talk about. She's just thinking about Yik the whole time. And then Yik walks by and she says hi to him and Yik throws so much shade in her face. It was yeah. amazing. It was awesome. And Kathleen she's, or Melanie's just like, I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> Which is real. Yeah, I think I, so. Sure. I can relate, Melanie. Did you guys ever hurt? any boys that hard oh yeah yeah i remember when i broke up with my first boyfriend uh i remember because i think everybody sensed it was coming because you never really kept anything to yourself every time you were in a relationship in high school it was like everybody's business everybody Mm -hmm. knew it was happening probably before you even knew it was happening right so when i was breaking up with my boyfriend uh, I, I got wind that he was going to do it to me first. And that was the big thing, right? Like, who did it first? <laughs> so I remember it was uh, before first period and I walked up to his locker and all his friends were like leaning around like the corner of the bathroom because his locker was close to the bathroom. And then he's like, hey, we need to talk. And I was like, listen here. I'm like, I think we should break up. So... <laughs> Yeah, don't talk to me anymore. And I just walked away. <laughs> and all of us, and I passed by the bathroom. And I didn't know his friends were in there, and they were like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and I was like, and then uh, it got really bad after. Like we just because uh, we hung around the same group of friends. Like I never. This was oh, grade. This was like grade nine or ten. I okay. think it was grade early grade ten. And that's how it was like for me, anyways. I would never get asked out by some random guy who we just like like felt an attraction to each other. It was usually like within a group of friends, mm-hmm. a friend of a friend. That was pretty We all common. hung out. Yeah. It was very incestual. It was weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then like after that, it was weird because I'm like, don't talk to me ever again. But then after school, we were all hanging out. And then I'm like, why isn't he talking to me? And I'm just like, hey, <laughs> hello. And then like last, then yeah, then we just like ignored each other. 
Hmm. Now we're best friends. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Cool. He sells me pot, and we watch movies in the theater <laughs> all the time. Like he's he's the best. So that worked out. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't talk for many years though. Oh. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Were you Aisha? Did you uh, break some hearts? Um, yeah, but it's because I'm 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 a bad person. Like, <laughs> I I have this thing that I'm trying to like be better at. Where like when when there's a bad situation, instead of dealing with it, I just avoid it at all costs. So like I've, that that's been my mo my entire life. So if a guy was like into me that I wasn't into, I just wouldn't respond. The freeze right? out. The freeze out. And it wasn't like it, it's not like. I, I want him to hurt. It was like, I really don't. This is awkward. I don't really want to tell you. Because I'm a people I, pleaser, too. Yeah, and the, re- yeah it, that's I uncomfortable. The like, it's the worst. When you're like, when I was like online dating a lot, too, <laughs> you just like go on like two dates with someone and then you're just, or whatever. If you've been texting a lot, then all of a sudden you don't hear back. Yeah, just Here's the yeah. thing. Uh, just... With online dating, I feel like it's just we don't we don't really have a rapport. Like we won't really know each other beyond yeah. this this like manufactured situation. So I'm kind comfortable freezing out online mm-hmm. uh prospects but it was I, in high school when you're gonna run into the person all the time yeah. it's it's yeah, a yeah. pretty bitchy thing to do it was yeah. terrible i i still feel bad about it like i in my <laughs> mind i can see their faces and i'm like and, and it's like i i think what makes me feel the worst about it is that like i don't think that person ever not that they never get over you they just never get over the shitty behavior right i right? think you're right and like that's why i feel like if i've been on two dates with someone and I message them or something, mm-hmm. and th- I feel like then they should just be like, "No, I'm not interested." Mm-hmm. Or like, just oh like, yeah, you know what I mean? Just like yeah. that's what I'm I I'm like. Thought. Oh, that's one way to handle it. <laughs> <laughs> like message back. Yeah, no, it's it's the nice, courteous thing to do. Uh, also, though, it's like it's almost like there's a formality there that's like unnecessary. I hmm. guess so. I'm just trying to make excuses for not having to contact, but I just really hate having to tell someone mm. like I don't, I, I don't want, yeah, you. or don't want to like yeah. go out, yeah. I. Yeah, it's like, you know what I think though. It helps you. It helps you mature. I think a bit too. <laughs> yeah. And like, I definitely not I, interested. <laughs> I definitely did it to people too. Though. Yeah. Like, well, I, I mean, the mature for me is like when someone like kind of freezes you out. Then you're like, well, they just don't like me, so that's fine. You realize yeah. that, right? Like to. Uh... And I, I don't necessarily <laughs> believe in karma, but like I've had my heart broken a ton. So if that means anything, <laughs> like I'm like, I feel like I've probably had my heart broken more than I've broken hearts. But oh. like having my heart broken Ooh. actually gave me more of a conscience about like, you know, saying like having the conversation with that's someone. That's right. You got to break it forward. Nice. That's good. You should sell that. Uh, make putting it on a T-shirt. <laughs> Back to Degrassi. Break it forward. Uh, Shane is waiting for Spike outside of the school. And she walks up and he apologizes for Friday. And that's when she she asks him, she's like, do you really want to keep the baby? And, and the he, truth comes out. He's just like, I don't know, but I have to go to counseling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was so weird. So that, that must have been the conversation, I guess, that we missed out on, like the nitty gritty. Mm. But I guess because I guess what it was really about was Shane having having to open his lines of communication <laughs> with his parents for them to actually listen to him. And yeah. I guess that's why that conversation didn't really matter. Mm. 
I get, you know what was crazy to me? Because the whole episode seemed to be leading up to like this kid wanting this baby for like this yeah, teenage boy. Okay, uh-huh. Yeah, like it's like because it, he's like, hey, so have you made any decisions about keeping? Like he's pressuring Spike, like not even yeah. really pressuring, just asking casually. But they the way they build it up is like, oh man, they're ripping this baby away from this kid, and then she's like, so you want to keep the baby? He's like, oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> like he's like, it, it, like he what they said really like, got to me. You know, he's like I don't know. I mean, diapers. <laughs> you know, yeah. I didn't know about that. Did you know that they, they, they have to be changed like twice a day, three <laughs> times? Gross. Who knows? <laughs> uh, so, and he does say, though, at least now I don't have to go to private school. So he's dodging <laughs> yeah. that bullet. Nice. And then it kind of like, he, it gets into the, it gets the basal point of the episode. He's like, it's not as easy being the guy as people say. And like, I, I feel like uh, Spike kind of. She she didn't have a response to that. No, it just kind of ended. So she, I guess she understood. Listen, I gotta say first of all, it's way easier being the guy. I'm not. <laughs> I'm gonna say if they, if there is a, a, a scorecard out of ten, being the guy is a one, being the girl is a million. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still a one. It's still yeah, something. Still, yes. <laughs> yeah, Everyone for else sure. is at a zero. So there is something, to, and especially at that time in 1988. Yeah. Things were changing, I guess. Like, people were starting to understand the responsibility of being... I mean, Because, like, there was a time where, like, a guy goes for a pack of cigarettes and disappears, right? Like, yeah. that, that happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think it is kind of a changing time where, like, we're starting to realize that you can't just do that. Yeah, you should be responsible for... for your actions. For your baby. Yeah, for <laughs> Not sure. your actions. Not your actions. <laughs> <laughs> but for your baby. Right. <laughs> and... Yeah, as he says that line, it's not as easy as people think. It does every episode of Degrassi ends with a freeze frame, and it's just a freeze frame on him <laughs> yeah. as the music comes. The music, back yeah, up. rolls back in, <laughs> and that's yeah, the end of the episode. Uh, I made a lot of a lot of <laughs> shots at what I thought the moral was. What do you think the this lesson was in this episode, Cassandra? Uh, you really got to communicate how you really feel to people. I think that's mm. right. Yeah. I think you're right because both of them were dealing with that actually saying yeah. they really feel spike with their mom, Shane with his parents. Even Melanie and Yick. Melanie with yeah. Yick. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just like honesty is the best policy as lame as that sounds. Mm-hmm. But like those were like the the morals of most most shows. I think it still are sometimes, especially yeah. for kids. Yeah. Definitely. I think it's a recurring one for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Aisha, what do you think? I don't know, man. Uh listen to Kathleen. Kathleen's the truth. Yeah. Nothing bad happened to her. Don't cancel your date with you. Fuck off, Kathleen. I want to fuck Shane. (laughs) Or Snake. One of those blonde guys. Yeah. It pains me to say it, but that's true. Kathleen is the truth. She's the moral barometer. I mean, she looks like a school marm, but she's like uh, just a little kid. Yeah. But I'm sure she has some skeletons in her closet. Kathleen? Oh, they're coming up. Like Like, an eating disorder? No. No. She called oh. it. I should write for this show back she ca- then. She might. I can't remember I can't now. Remember who had she it. basically Kathleen, um, her mom is an alcoholic. Ooh. Right. Which is why she's That's so heavy. fucking responsible. Yeah. Oh, poor Kathleen. So she has all these control issues. And as well, she ends up getting abused by her boyfriend physically wow. abused yeah Man. this show is heavy like yeah, this is oh, a it, dark super heavy deep. show it gets deep you get this, invested this there's really? not all just uh <laughs> there was not no all options. just first dates at movie theaters you know what maybe i <laughs> will dinners with your <laughs> maybe i'll watch it maybe i'll just yeah. go home and like start the season you should you i need should a new show out. anyways check so. it out it's out there it's all on youtube 
Guys, this has been a really fun episode. This was awesome. yeah, this was great. for having us, Tim. Thank Absolutely. you for having me on. Thank you. Uh, give your what's your Twitter, Cassandra? Uh, my Twitter is at tossed by sauce. It's tossed as in you would toss a piece of paper. By as in like this book is by this person, and sauce is spelled like S A U C E, like sauce. Because my last name is Sensaucy. So T O S S E D by S A U C E. Because my last name is Sensaucy, and I just you know. I'm very sassy, and I, you know what? It made sense when I made it. <laughs> saucy. I think it's a good one. That's a good one. Thanks. It is good. It's creative. Uh, mine's not. Um, it's at, and I spell like my name weird because I couldn't get my name uh. spelling. So it's um, at Aisha spelled A-I-E-E-E-S-H-A. That is A-I-Triple-E-S-H-A. <laughs> oh, that works out actually pretty good. It, it was and all that's right. It. Oh, that's it. It's actually pretty good with the one yeah. name. I mean... Yeah. A lot of letters in there. Aisha. 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 Pronounce it. Yeah, I love it. And like I said at the beginning, every Monday at the Office Pub in Toronto yep. at 9 o'clock, you mm-hmm. guys do Hard Day Comedy Show. Yeah, follow us on Facebook. Which is, it's, or like us on Facebook. It's mostly women performing. Like it's a, But there's a there's all the, a couple guys yeah, on it Yeah, like we're actually week. trying to reformat the show. Initially, it was kind of like six female acts mm-hmm. book and, booked and then uh, three co-ed lotto spots. Mm-hmm. But I think we may have, uh, we may include a token guy now mm-hmm. and then just leave the lotto spots kind of open, cut them down a bit. We haven't decided yet. But that show is always fun. Uh, it is a blast, yeah. I've noticed, too, like, uh, since, like, the fall, it's been getting better, too. There was more people oh, yeah. out at it and everything. Yeah, so that's we got, like, a little, bit of a, little bit of a following, mm-hmm. kind of, like, regulars coming in. So it's uh, it's nice. I'm actually really excited. We're starting this month, tomorrow. Tomorrow, okay. We're back tomorrow, and I'm really I'm really excited to go back to it. Nice. I, might come, I think I'm going to come by for a lot of spots. Definitely. No, I'm not, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I think I have girlfriend plans for once. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't mess so those I'm up. Not. Listen. Yeah. Listen to who day. you really are. Say how you really feel. <laughs> what did we learn today, right? You don't want to show up and she shows up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With a reptile. <laughs> you guys are the best. Thank you so much for going back to Degrassi. And we'll see you next time. Thanks, Tim. Thanks. Da-da-da-da-da.